I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Okay, we're going to continue our study on the art of intercession. I would like to turn to Isaiah 62, chapter chapter 62, verse 6. We're going to go ahead and begin reading. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes and in this case makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Now in talking about intercession, intercessory prayer, we want to emphasize in this teaching that an intercessor is also a watchman. Now, there are two kinds of watchmen. Number one, there are prophetic intercessors. These prophetic intercessors, like some of you who are listening, have answered the call to prayer and have made prayer their ministry. They've decided, Isaiah 56, 7, that they're going to be what God said that they are, and that is a house of prayer. That according to Hebrews 7:25, that he ever lives to make intercession, and that as he is, so are we in this world, and so they're allowing Jesus the intercessor to have free expression through them. They are prophetic intercessors. And at times, the gifts of the Spirit, <clears throat> especially the revelation gifts, operate and flow through these prophetic intercessors. And in the last 10 years, there's been a great amount of teaching on the prophetic. And I believe the reason for this emphasis on the prophetic is not just for men and women to prophesy to one another, which is good. We don't despise prophesying. We need prophecy for edification, exhortation, comfort. We need prophetic words. God knows that prophecy is given, that we can war a good warfare. We need prophecy in the church. But I also believe that one of the reasons that God has taught the church uh, how to be a prophetic people is because he wants his church, his body, who are all called to prayer, to take what they have learned and bring it into the prayer closet. God said, I've set watchmen upon your walls. In this case, it was, O Jerusalem. Let's say in this case, it's, O United States of America, or, O Nigeria, or, O Germany, or, O Japan. God said, I'm the one that has set these watchmen. Each and every one of you that live in these days are born for a time such as this. 
all the training we've received, all the impartation we have been receiving is all for a plan and a purpose. And I even believe, and what I hear in my spirit, it is, it's like when they crucified Jesus. God had a plan, it was called the plan of redemption. And if the princes of this world known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory because the devils, the demons, and the evil spirits all played into the plan of God, the plan of redemption. And so it is in the day and in the hour that we live in today. I believe God has a plan, God has a purpose, He has a dream, and I believe everything we've done up till now is playing into a great harvest that is coming to the earth, another great move of God. And so that includes those of us who are a prophetic people. What we need to do is we need to take everything that we've learned about faith, the Word of God, being prophetic, and we need to take that into the place of prayer, and we need to loose the intercessor Jesus and let him go. Now, I said there's two kinds of watchmen. The second kind of watchmen are the New Testament prophets. They stand in the office of the prophet spoken of in Ephesians 4, 11 through 18. All prophets are intercessors. Any New Testament five-fold ministry gift who stands in the office of a prophet, he is a seer, he operates consistently in the revelation gifts, and every single one of them, general, most of them are intercessors. They have a heart for prayer, they have a heart for intercession, they see things in the spirit, and instead of just idly let, letting them drop, they take those needs and they take them into prayer. All prophets are intercessors, but not all intercessors are prophets. Are you listening? Not all intercessors are prophets. Something that came flying out of my mouth one time when I was preaching a webinar, and I was actually quite surprised, but it was actually true. I said to the people, <clears throat> I said, do you know what constitutes the office of a prophet? <laughs> Persecution, rejection, misunderstanding, and quite a bit of hell. Until eventually you go through the fire and through the process and God brings you out to the, a rich, moist place and then he makes you his mouthpiece. You get to a place where you're not afraid of the faces of men. You don't care what people think. You've been so persecuted, crushed, beaten down that you eventually just rise up dead to the things of the world, dead to the opinion of man, and you're just going to preach and say and do whatever God's called you to say or do. So... I wouldn't covet the office of the prophet if you're not called to be the, in the office of the prophet. As a matter of fact, this calling comes before you were ever formed in your mother's womb. The Bible said, I knew you, and in Jeremiah's case, he ordained you to be a prophet. So when Jesus ascended up on high, he gave these gifts unto men, and the day that you were conceived in your mother's womb, God called you, he anointed you, he put his hand upon you, and if it's not there now, my friend, it will never be there. But if it's there now, I can truly say this, and if you're like Jonah, run, running away from the presence of God, I'll tell you straight up, the, the callings of God are without repentance. So if you're called to, be, to stand in the office of a prophet, you're called into any of the five full ministry gifts, 
I would strongly encourage you just to say yes to God because he'll, he'll get to you anyway. So anyway, it's not about the title anyway. It's really about the function. Are you listening? It's about the functions, not about the title. Anna is an example of an intercessor who was a prophetess. If you check her out, we'll talk about her later in Luke 2, 36 through 38. Anna, what she did, she stood in the office of a prophet, and she prophesied the coming Redeemer and that he was to come, and she knew that he would come in her lifetime. And what she did was she saw something in the Spirit, but she prayed that that prophecy through right to the end till Jesus came and was right there and she saw the Redeemer. She gave herself continually to prayer night and day. Obviously she had vision, right? Obviously she had purpose. Obviously she had desire. She prayed that thing through. Now, what is the watchman's assignment? The Webster's definition of a watchman is a person hired to guard or watch, now stay with me, especially at night, a person hired to guard or watch, especially at night. Now God said, I've set watchmen upon your walls. We're going to get into it, but I'm going to say it now. Where do these watchmen reside? In the natural, the watchmen where they would reside is, they'd reside on the protective walls that led into the city. There would be these walls around the city, and there would be these men and women, they would call them, or men, they would be watchmen, and they were called to guard at the top of those walls all the good that was inside. The people inside the city didn't have to worry about anything because they had the watchmen watching. You're listening. A watchman in the Hebrew word is S-H-A-M-A-R, and it means to hedge about as with thorns, to protect, attend to, look narrowly to preserve. I look at this definition, I think of Ezekiel 22:30. I sought for a man among them that would what? Stand in the gap and put up a hedge. So a watchman is somebody who guards and he protects and he puts up the hedge to preserve. What are they preserving? They're preserving what, all the good within the city walls. They're protecting, they're hedging. They're called to guard, to keep, to keep a watch. Another word for watchman is T-S-A-P-A-H. It means, listen to this, to lean forward, to peer into the distance, to observe, to await, to behold, to look up, wait for, keep the watch, watchmen. Now you think about that in the light of the prayer of intercession, specifically an intercessor. Where does an intercessor reside? He resides on the walls in the spirit of a family, your family, of a city, of a region, of a nation. What is their calling? They're called to watch, they're called to pray, they're called to preserve, and because of their place in the realm of the Spirit, because we're talking about prayer now, 
they're able to see trouble coming from afar. They see things that people within the city don't see. Why? Because of their position at the top of that wall, they can look narrowly, they can look up, they can see what's coming. And the beauty of the watchman is this, he can stop trouble from coming before it ever enters into the city walls. And basically, a lot of times the people in the city walls, they don't even know what's going on, but the Holy, oof, the Holy Ghost through the watchman knows what's going on and he will reveal things to his servants the prophets he will reveal things to his servants the prophetic intercessors to stop trouble from coming to your family to stop trouble from entering into your city your region your neighborhood to stop trouble from coming into your nation i truly believe that there have been many things that have been aborted when it comes to some of the terrorist attacks on the United States of America. And people will say, well, but the ter terrorism is happening here, and it did happen on 9-11. Let me just say this. I know for a fact that there were several people that were praying and interceding for our nation before those twin towers ever came down. They were alerted. They were praying. They had a sense of urgency in their spirit. They were awakened in the night. They felt uh, an uneasiness and unrest, and they took that uneasiness. They took that unrest, and they brought it into the place of prayer. They didn't know, who would have ever thought? My husband said it the other night. Who would have ever thought? He used a different word, but who would have ever thought that these men would have taken these planes and he would have used them as weapons against our own nation. Now, we look back on that and we sort of go, duh, that was, you know. And he even said that the pilots that were training, they were training on our ground. He said they, they were training to learn how to fly the plane, but they never came back to learn how to land the plane. I don't know about you, United States of America, but don't you think that that would have been an alarm to our national security? But you see, America was sleeping. I said America was sleeping. We never dreamed that anything like that would ever happen on our territory. I remember the morning of that attack, my children said to me, they, they were like, Mommy, I thought you said that that would never happen in the United States of America. And I said, well, I was wrong. I was wrong. And, and, and this generation, you talk about, you know, we're, we're so concerned about this generation. What's going to happen to our kids? The Holy Ghost said to me one day, he said, those who I call, I equip. I have equipped them to live in a time such as this. And yes, they saw the terror. Yes, they saw the fear. Yes, they saw men and women jumping out of the windows because after a while, they stopped playing that clip over and over and over. They saw all that. He said, but I've equipped them to handle it. So, so the watchman, the intercessor, he stands on the wall of that city. He can see trouble coming from afar. The Moffat's translation of uh, this particular word, watchman, is sentry, S-E-N-T-R-Y. And it means a person, especially a soldier, stationed to guard a group against surprise attack. 
Again, a surprise attack from who? 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 The enemy. John 10.10 says, The thief comes but not for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life, life more abundantly. What would have happened if those intercessors didn't pray? Yeah, those towers did come down. But I'm telling you, I believe it could have been a lot worse. We just had Fourth of July weekend here, and many of us were awakened and alarmed on the Friday uh, before July 4th, which would have been July 3rd. And many of us entered into prayers and intercessions, and we had a warning and an alert. What does that feel like? It feels like an uneasiness. It feels like an ugh. It feels like you're grieved in your spirit. It was just an alert. And we, instead of just ignoring that inner witness and that uh, call to prayer, many of us went into prayer and we prayed in the Holy Ghost. Okay? So nothing happened in New York. Nothing happened in the United States. But see, we don't know everything. Amen. I have connections to people that know things because of their connections. And this, he, these people have said to me, if people only knew what goes on behind the scenes, America would live in fear. But they don't want us to live in fear, so they don't tell us everything that they know. But I'll tell you what, we as prophetic intercessors, we can know, we can see, we can watch, we can be aware. God can show us things to come. It can be revealed to us by the Holy Ghost. And as we take our places in prayer, we can abort some of these things, see these plans and these attacks of the enemy. Okay, now, what is the assignment of the watchman? To be alert or watchful spiritually. I'm going to read to you some of my favorite scriptures. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour, especially unprotected cities, unprotected neighborhoods, unprotected neighborhoods, unprotected children, unprotected neighborhoods, unprotected kids. We need to pray. He's seeking whom he may devour. I shared with one of my uh, groups at one of my KIU events about his name is John, um, I have it right here, John Ramirez. He was an ex-Satanist worshiper, and he was in a high-ranking uh, level of, of the dark world. And he said, he said that he would literally leave his body when he was in the dark world, and he would go around cities, and he would put curses, word curses, this is the power of your words, word curses on neighborhoods, cities, and nations. He said, but if he went into a neighborhood where people were praying, he said they could not touch that neighborhood. Why? Why is that? Because there are watchmen in that neighborhood. You know, we look at, okay, we're like, we're a praying mom or we're a praying dad. No, you stand in the office of a watchman. You're standing as a watchman. You are soldiers in prayer. And I believe as intercessors, you need to see yourself as such. You're not just a mom. You're not just a dad. You're not just whoever. You are a soldier in the kingdom of God, and your assignment is to stand and to watch and to pray. And we are talking about serious business in these last days.
So that word vigilant means, it's the Greek word, wake, watchful, and watch. Never be off your guard. So Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, be vigilant, be watchful, watch, be vigilant. Don't be off your guard. Now this may sound a little whatever. I actually heard somebody say, you know, why you, you're just so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Really? Who, can you possibly be too heavenly minded? Doesn't the Bible say set your affections on things above, not on things of this earth? You are dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. I'm going to be honest. This is what I do. This is what I do. And I want to teach you to do this. And I would encourage you to do this. What I do, you know what I do? I, 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 I every so often look on the inside of me. And this is what I do. How do you do it? I, I, I shut my mind up. I hook myself up to the inside. It's like you have eyes behind your eyes and you have spirit eyes. And what I do is I, I look on the inside of me as a watchman, as an intercessor, as a mom. And I, 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 I hear me now, I look over my family. Where are you? I'm on the wall. Where on the wall? I'm up there. What's my calling? To protect the good, to protect my family, to protect my city, to protect my nation. I look and I look over my family and I just, I just look and I listen and I discern and I say in my heart, is everything okay? And I do it with intention because in the realm of the spirit, there's nothing hidden, the Bible says, that will not be revealed. And if I get an alert, if I get a grieving, if I have that person on my heart, or if I keep seeing them um, and feeling sadness, toil, labor, sorrow for them, then I know they need prayer. Did you get that? You can do that for your nation. Lord, you know, all weekend, 4th of July weekend, doing the dishes. <laughs> over and over, putting that dishes in that dishwasher. You know, you could be a mom, but you're also called to be a watchman in your own family. Putting, cleaning up, doing all that. And on the inside, I'm looking on the inside as a watchman. In this case, over this city. Because my kids, most of them were there. I had one daughter that wasn't. But they're there. But I was on the wall, and I was looking over the nation. And I was looking on the inside going, is everything okay? Is everything, you know, just like an army guy would do, or a soldier, or the military would do. As, as intercessors and as watchmen, we need to have that same posture. And I'd like to call it a prayer posture, where you're alert, you're active, you're sober, you're listening. And so what I do is I just look on the inside, and I do it a lot. I try to maintain myself in that place in the spirit. Looking on the inside, yes. Being so heavenly minded that I am actually earthly good. Okay, 1 Peter 4, 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, and what? Watch unto prayer. Ephesians six eighteen. after we hear all about the full armor of God, what does the Apostle Paul say to the Ephesian church? He says, praying always 
with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and he says and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints there's that word watching again and the word perseverance we said this before we'll say it again because the art of teaching is repeating the art of intercession requires perseverance it's a different kind of praying it's where you're praying through to victory till you know that you have the petitions that you desire of him it's not the prayer of faith where you pray at once it's the prayer that requires petition the uh, perseverance where you have that release in your spirit and you know you've received the petitions you've desired then you walk by faith and you watch what you say out of your mouth because in the realm of the spirit you've received it and it's done that word watch means in the Greek is A-G-R-U-P-N-E-O and it means to be sleepless expresses not a mere wakefulness but the watchfulness now you know when Peter was released from the prison that prayer was made without ceasing unto God for him that the church wasn't sleeping Peter was the one sleeping but they were sleeping when Jesus was at the finest or the most uh, the biggest crossroad of his life they were sleeping well this time thank God we're sleeping thank God the men and women are not sleeping in this day and in this hour they're they're awakening Colossians 4 2 says continue in prayer and watch with the same Thanksgiving that Greek word is G-R-E-G-O-R-E-O -E -E continue in prayer and watch it means to watch of keeping awake spiritual alertness 1 Thessalonians 5 6 through 8 says let us therefore not sleep as do others but let us watch and be sober for they that sleep sleep in the night and they that be drunken are drunken in the night and speaking of night can I just say this if you see the repetition here about night those witches those warlocks according to John Ramirez do you know when they do you know when they do their their demonic praying is at night but let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet the hope of salvation now we're gonna close with this and we're gonna pick up in our next teaching where do these watchmen reside we said it I'm gonna say it again in the realm of the spirit they reside on the walls Colossians 2 5 the Apostle Paul said I would have you know what great conflict I have for you and them that are in Laodicea he was having conflict something was going on that word uh, means to race against spiritual foes I'm having conflict for you and them that are in Laodicea where was this taking place verse 5 says though I'm absent in the flesh yet I'm present with you in the spirit that conflict was going on in the place of prayer he was being watchful he was an intercessor he was praying for them that their faith fail not and just in general he was in that particular scripture he was racing against spiritual foes so I would just encourage you to take your place in prayer and be everything that God has called you to be and that is a house of prayer thank you for listening to the purpose project podcast 
For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.